Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the World Through She podcast. I'm Sheila, and today I'll be talking about Spain with my travel buddy, Derek. We went to a small town called Oviedo in northern Spain and ended up exploring a lot of the surrounding cities as well as Barcelona and Madrid. Hi, Sheila. Hi, Derek. Thanks for joining. Of course. Yeah, I love Oviedo. I could talk about it any day. Yeah, me too. And something that I loved about Oviedo and a lot of the surrounding areas in northern Spain is that it has a really, really strong traditional Spanish culture. So you don't typically see that in the larger cities. Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't been quite overrun by tourists. So you can kind of still experience the magic of, of old world Spain, but still with the modern amenities and everything. And unlike some other areas in Spain, Oviedo is very clean. It was voted one of the cleanest cities in Spain for many years. It's really, really safe, although doesn't mean you should go and try to do unsafe things. And everything is accessible on foot. So you don't need any buses or trains to explore the city, but you do need really good walking shoes. So make sure to come prepared with some of those. While we were in Oviedo, I don't, maybe we did once or twice, but I don't remember ever taking a cab or anything like that. We would take buses like between cities, obviously, Mm -hmm. but when you were actually within a city in Asturias or kind of in Northern Spain, I think we were always walking in some days that was a lot of walking, right? Because it is, I mean, when you're talking about Oviedo, like the center of Oviedo where we spent most of our time, it isn't huge and it is very walkable. Yeah. So another thing that is really engraved in the entire Spanish culture, you'll see it across the entire country, but especially in Oviedo, everything is closed from about noon to five so that the families could get together for lunch and then after lunch, take a siesta. I was really grateful for those siestas because we went out, it felt like every single night and going out in in Spain and, and Oviedo, means you're not getting started at the clubs and the discotecas until midnight. And they go until like 6 a.m. Well, and what I will say is probably the Americans like us don't get started until midnight, but the locals, I feel like don't even start until like 2 a.m. on a Wednesday. They definitely pull the tourists in with chupitos. If you don't know, a chupito is a shot. They, they lure you into the clubs, the pub promoters, with shots and, and and Americans like to travel in groups of like 10 to 20 people sometimes. And so they want to lure you into their discoteca so that it looks popping and that's the place to be for everyone else. Going back to the Spanish culture, we got to experience a holiday in Oviedo that I, I don't remember what holiday it was. Um, was it? Are you talking about Martes de Campo? Yes, yes, Martes de Campo. And all I remember is that the whole city shut down so everybody could go to the park for a picnic with yeah. sandwiches, which is bocadillos, and they mixed beer with lime juice and wine with Coke. They they do some sort of traditional pouring of the wine, but it's just, it's really cool. So Martes de Campos kind of, I think, roughly tr- translates into like Tuesdays, Tuesday in the parks, but um, it, it's kind of meant to celebrate the pastoral history of Asturias and so it's it's celebrated in the whole region and it's basically it's a Tuesday that everybody gets off of work it's it's in the whole region and they just go with their families and their friends and celebrate in the parks um, and just kind of enjoy that and the parks in Oviedo 
they're honestly so incredible. Campo de San Francisco, yeah. I remember, you remember La Fecha, the date? They had like a giant date yeah. made out of shrubs that they would change every single every day. Every day, <laughs> yes. And that one yeah. was in the Campo de San Francisco. Yeah, which is it right? It's that's like kind of right by the city center, I, like Calle Uria. Yeah, Calle Uria is where you would find all of the stores, all of, like a bunch of really good restaurants. I remember just always meeting around there, and there's so much to do around there. The other part was uh, Parque Invierno. I, there's many parts, but Parque Invierno is just huge, and there's it, it's just like there's a ton to do there. And I, you talked about me falling earlier, Sheila. There's like this giant staircase and there was one time I went and I just like I tripped down and I just like slid down the entire staircase but sounds right for you and in Oviedo there's also a lot of really historic statues La Gorda La Regenta which that one is the statue in front of the beautiful cathedral Catedral de San Salvador which is the most Mm -hmm. popular one in Oviedo and then they also have a Woody Allen statue there yeah they they idolize Woody Allen I think that he filmed part of one of his movies there and they just kind of memorialize that with a statue and um, they idolize him. But La Gorda, that translates to the fat lady. And it's this kind of abstract statue. It became our meeting place. Yeah. And another great location for meeting friends is the Plaza Mayor, which translates to the main square. A lot of cities across Spain have this. So it's easy to ask locals to get directions to. And it's actually one of the most beautiful and historic spots in a lot of the cities, especially Madrid. Let's get into all of the amazing food and drinks in Spain. Yeah. Ascona was one of my favorite streets in uh, the entire country of Spain. So that street is famous for its sidra. That's one of the things that Asturias is known for. Yeah. So the way that you pour and the way you drink is very crucial to the whole experience and the whole taste of sidra. The waiters would <laughs> take the bottle of sidra. They would hold it about three feet above the cup, arms straight above your head, and they would pour it into the cup, hand it to you right away, and you'd have to drink it right away. Otherwise, the carbonation would go away and the flavor, the taste would be off. Yeah, so- and they like to they like to try to get you to do it, um, and it is so hard because I don't like the 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 cup and the bottle are probably five feet apart and how do you get the cidera actually from the bottle to the cup i don't know yeah i was pretty good at it well good for you (laughs) (laughs) so cidera was very popular in this gascona street and gascona is a cobblestone street that just had a bunch of restaurants bars and something that i loved was anytime you walked into a restaurant they would bring you tapas and it's like free it's small little bites to eat in america we talk about tapas and they're actually literally small plates that you pay for but in spain what that really is is a small snack yeah Uh, yeah a small starter yeah and and while we're talking about uh some spanish drinks not so much on gascona because gascona was very focused on sidra but one of my favorite things in other places was the sangria it's it's just it was Mm. so incredible and i'm not a huge wine drinker so i was kind of surprised just the way that they mix the fruit and everything i loved it and another thing wine is actually cheaper than water there yeah. So if you're not familiar with Europe, you don't, one, you don't get ice in your water. And also you generally have to pay for your water. Um, so when you go to a restaurant and whatnot, yeah, water often is uh, more expensive than wine. 
Yeah, so let's also talk about the incredible food there. They had tortilla española, patatas bravas, croquetas, and amazing desserts. One of my favorite desserts was churros con chocolate, and that's really popular across the entire country. I always thought that churros came from South America, but the place of origin is Spain. Um, and, and Spanish churros are so much better than what you get at like a ballpark or the fair or whatever. Um, it, it's just, it doesn't even compare. You, you know the dessert that I miss most from Oviedo, Sheila? Yes, Derek, I do. And it was that incredible chocolate croissant that I we can't find anywhere else. There's nothing comparable to it. And it's really weird because croissants are obviously French. So you wouldn't think you'd get that great of a croissant in Spain. But we were walking. There's like this uh, really modern mall in Oviedo that's kind of outside of the city center. And it, it looks like a spaceship. Everyone called it. The, well, we all called it the spaceship mall. And we were just walking there one day and we were just like, oh, there's a bakery time for my daily baked good. And we got a chocolate croissant and it was so it was it was so good. And I don't know what that bakery was called. And, but like, the thing is, is I remember it so distinctly that I could walk there and just go past Campo de San Francisco and mm -hmm. get to that bakery. Me too. So some other really cool things that we did in Oviedo, we're doing the Monte Naranco, which is a hike that has an amazing view of the entire city of Oviedo. And on the way up, there are two historic churches. So you get some history and you get a really cool view. And at the top, there's um, El Cristo, which is a giant statue of Jesus Christ. I mean, obviously, there's Christ the Redeemer in Rio de Janeiro, but a lot of kind of historic Catholic cities have um, something like that on the mountain. And it's really cool. Mm -hmm. And it is a great view of the entire city. Yeah. Another thing that we did was we went to Covadonga. It translates to church in a cave. I was going to say, it's basically just like a church built into a cave. Like it's literally as it is translated. Yeah. And there's still um, monks there, I think. And and uh, there's a fountain. You can go and make a wish. Um, and I, I think that the wish is supposed to be specific to finding love. Remember when we uh, canoed or kayaked Rio de Sea? Yeah. I do that was so that. much fun. And I think that that's something that I'm so glad that we incorporate on this trip and that I try to do on all of my trips is there's so much you can do in the cities, but there's so much you can do in nature as well. Mm -hmm. And nature is just so unique everywhere you go, but it's just so enjoyable. And I'm glad that we were able to experience the hike and the, and the, and the kayaking. And, but then also we took some trips to Gijon and went to the beach. Yeah. It's so easy to get to the surrounding areas in Oviedo. There's Gijón, León, Astorga, San Sebastián. So many surrounding areas that are just as beautiful as Oviedo that literally just a bus right away. Yeah. And I think that the maybe the last thing that I would kind of say that I really recommend people do when they visit different cities is, is try to take part in the different cultural traditions of those cities, right? I mean, yeah, there's museums and things like that. But we went to mass at the cathedral in Oviedo, which was such a cool experience to hear in a different language and just kind of see how they do everything. Um, we went to the ballet and I think it's just kind of cool to see mm -hmm. some of those different cultural things. And even if you go to the ballet here, yeah, the ballet is a ballet, but just experiencing it in that different culture, I think was a really unique experience. Yeah. And one last thing I want to say about Oviedo, El Camino de Santiago which this is the trail of the pilgrimage. Literally, they have seashells on the ground directing you where to go. So we saw these seashells going through the entire city of Oviedo. And a lot of people backpack along that trail, which goes 
from Portugal to Northern Spain and ends in France. Yeah, and I think it's like a, a month if you want to do the full trail. And I would love to do that someday is just kind of take a month out of my life and just kind of experience the Camino de Santiago. Yeah, definitely on my bucket list. Mention some of the other cities um, and we, we got to see some of them um, by visiting, but some of them we kind of just saw on our way out of Oviedo even. Yeah, we took a bus from Oviedo to Barcelona. I would highly recommend taking the bus because we got to see so many cute little towns through yeah. that ride, including a town called Burgos. And we sure. got really, really lucky because we stopped in that town for about two hours, maybe three hours. But the night that we got there, it was also like a festival. So yeah. there was a bunch of people celebrating something. I don't know what fireworks, the yeah. cathedral there was all lit up. It was beautiful. And that's not the only one we got to experience on the bus ride, but that's definitely the most memorable one in my mind. Yeah, And often trains are more comfortable and can be quicker than buses. But buses make stops. You can kind of get off and experience them in a different way than you can on the train. And while, I mean, it was a long bus ride, but I'm glad that we did it because we got to experience some cool little cities in between. Me too. So we arrived in Barcelona. Barcelona was not my favorite place. It is very touristy and they actually don't even speak Spanish. They speak Catalonian. They hate it when Americans speak English to them. So if you go to Barcelona, try to speak Spanish as much as you can. It's better than speaking English. I also want to say that during a weekend trip there, we got our apartment broken into, my purse was stolen in the beach, and the really famous street, Las Ramblas, is known for pickpocketers. Yeah, and I don't want to give Barcelona too bad of a rap because it is a beautiful city with great architecture and, and really cool things. And I think it's worth experiencing. I want to go back because I didn't get to see as much of it. But just like any big busy city, you do have to be careful and make sure that you are really on your guard, right? Yeah, you're right. It does have a lot of beautiful things, especially all of the Gaudi architecture, like Basilia Sagrada Familia, this beautiful cathedral that has taken 50 to 60 years to build. And even when I saw it nine years ago, it had such intricate details that it makes complete sense that it has taken that long to build. Well, one thing that might make you feel a little bit better about going back to Barcelona someday is I have read that kind of during COVID, they, they've taken some action to clean up Las Ramblas a little bit and make it safer so that when tourists start to come back, it's a better experience. I definitely need to give Barcelona another chance, especially because I had the most amazing paella there. And even though paella originally comes from Valencia, it's really popular in Barcelona too, since it's right on the water. So when you go to Barcelona, you specifically have to try seafood paella there. I also love that the paella pan is so unique to Spain, just like tagines in Morocco or kebab sikhs in Iran. So after Barcelona, we finished off our trip in Madrid. We got in to Madrid super late at night and we uh, had a friend that we were going to stay with, but that was back when our cell phones didn't work abroad like they do now. And so we didn't figure out all the, all the details. And so we were at the bus station trying to get a hold of her on her Spanish cell phone. And we were like, where do we go? So um, I think that we figured it out, but um, 
But one big difference between the bars in Madrid or Barcelona and the bars in Oviedo is whereas in Oviedo, we would go around and it was free chupitos everywhere. It's not free chupitos anywhere in the big cities. You're paying 20, 25 euros just to get in. And so you're like, we were bar hopping in Oviedo. You kind of go and you stick to one bar. So just be ready for that different experience in those major cities versus some of the other areas like Oviedo. Yeah, in terms of affordability and cost, Madrid and Barcelona are comparable to the US, if not more. My favorite memory in Madrid and maybe in the entire trip was the Euro Cup. Yeah, which if you don't know, the Euro Cup is like, other than the FIFA World Cup, it is like the biggest soccer event in Europe and maybe even the world. It was Spain and Italy. Those two countries were against each other. But we got to be in the capital of Spain and in the Santiago Bernahu Stadium, so where Real Madrid usually plays. And it was such an amazing experience because Spain won that year. Yeah, and it was, I mean, it wasn't even a close game. So they had giant screens um, that were kind of all around the stadium. And, and we kind of went from one to the next, trying to find a good spot so we could actually watch the game. And every time Spain scored a goal, I think it ended up being four to zero. And every time Spain scored a goal, it, like the city just erupted. And then after it was over, it, 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 everybody was just like, do you, do you remember the song? Yo soy Espanol, Espanol, Espanol. <laughs> It was just like the entire city. We stayed out pretty late, like what I thought was really late, like until 4 a.m. But even when we went back to our Airbnb, slept, woke up, people were still on the streets chanting that. Yeah. And I mean, we've both been all over Europe and I can't speak for you, obviously, but Spain is easily one of my favorite countries that I've visited. It's definitely up there for me, too. So just a quick summary of everything we just talked about. If you're planning a trip to Spain, we highly recommend adding Oviedo to your trip and its surrounding areas so you could really experience the true Spanish culture. If you do go to Oviedo, check out Cascona, drink some sidra there, and check out Covadonga, Calle Yuria, Monte Naranco, and all of the parks. Definitely try churros con chocolate, croquetas, tortilla española, patatas bravas, and seafood paella in Barcelona. Make sure you stay smart and safe in Barcelona, but has some beautiful Gaudi architecture. So definitely check that out. And as long as you're safe, Las Ramblas too. And check out Plaza Mayor in Madrid. Try to go to a football, which is what we call soccer in America, game while you're there too. If you want to see any visuals of anything we just talked about, check out my Spain highlight on my Instagram. There's also more information on my website too. And for everyone listening, feel free to reach out with any questions or additional recommendations. Thanks for listening.